ready to talk about this. Are you? So pumped. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I honestly did like uh, like uh, you know there's 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 some gold in them our hills mm-hmm. to yeah. talk about. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, I had yeah, to look it, over my notes because I watched it on Wednesday, so I had to take notes to so I didn't forget it. Forget did all these remember. gems. I finished it like a couple hours ago. Uh, I wanted to you know have that that same uh, uncut gems experience where i was the viscera like, really fresh off really <laughs> fresh off it i i'm still i'm still riding a high off of this more than i i'd say that i was off of the uncut gems for sure i would i can't I tell if you're being serious or not. <laughs> <laughs> i would i would pay an unbelievable amount of money to watch a version of my spy that was directed by the safety brothers oh my oh, god yeah oh man there's already need, some dark tones yeah, there's already some dark tones working in My Spy, so I think they would bring that to another level. Yeah. 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 My could... Spy, which is what we it's what we watched this week because <laughs> we we're uh we're here with another episode and never seen any of this. Yeah. My name's Andy. I'm Sammy. I'm TJ. And I'm Raymond. And folks, we didn't even have to rehearse that beforehand. Ooh. <laughs> and, like, and we've been several weeks with <laughs> We've been uh, several weeks gone without TJ. Yeah, it's uh, like riding a bike. Yeah, it's so good. You never forget. No, no, it's <laughs> it's 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 nice. Yeah, it's like like riding a bike, like yeah. riding riding a bike with three three thick ass tires on. <laughs> thick with two Q's or two C's. <laughs> One can maybe how thick maybe four maybe less. four or five is the number that's in question, <laughs> not the letter. <laughs> <laughs> but why did we why did we watch this fucking thing? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good because question. Because hey, hey, you know why we watched this thing? Because after uh, months of tirelessly promoting our podcast and constantly plugging at the end of the podcast where people can contact us if they want to talk to us, one of our significant others decided to actually ask me what our email address was instead of actually listening to the podcast. Is yeah. that what happened? Yes. <laughs> well, you can't ask me because I don't know it. <laughs> you look at the and podcast finally... page all the time. You couldn't look at the show notes, Sammy? Nope. <laughs> and we finally got our first, well, not actually our first. Right. It's no. our first request that we've actually gone through with. Yeah, to be fair, Corey did send the first one, but uh-huh. we wanted to do that episode with him. Mm-hmm. So that was the only reason we haven't done that yeah. one yet. Right. Which Kenzie, is on the other hand, he, Kenzie, he's, my he's, wonderful wife, <laughs> wanted to wanted to watch My Spy. Yeah. Because she assumed it would be very bad. She was a little disappointed because it isn't that bad of a movie. Because <laughs> she wanted us to just like tear a movie apart. Like we it's did called Artemis Fowl. We did that. Yeah, right. And she wanted yeah, that again, Fowl and she wanted to like hate watch a movie. But then we were like, "Oh, this is actually a pretty good movie." So she's a little upset by that, but still, yeah. it was a, a our first. Nevertheless, one that we followed through with. She yes. asked. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we and, did it. And we decided to oblige. I can't remember if I've said this on the podcast. I'm sure I have, but um, I've been seeing the same trailer for this movie for almost two years see i didn't yeah, even I realize remember, that i remember being in front of a couple movies before we were not able to go to movies anymore that it was in a front uh, yeah in front uh-huh. of a few that i watched but i haven't been seeing it that often 
as two years. I, I swear it, it was so the movie was originally supposed to come out last July, July of 2019. Mm. Okay. And they put out the first trailer about five months before that. Oh my god. All right. And so the, I saw that trailer at something in January of 2019. And then slowly it just kept getting pushed back. And there was probably about nine months or so where the trailer didn't play. And there just was like indefinitely on hold. And then about the beginning of this year, I started seeing the same exact trailer again. Actually, I think I saw it when we saw Star Wars. Mm. Okay, yeah. I remember that. That's when I, I think that's probably again. like the first time I saw I didn't yeah. see it the first time, the first go around at all. That that exact trailer had been playing like earlier in that year, and it just left for most of the year and then came back. The same trailer wasn't even edited at all. I definitely remember date. seeing it a couple times after we saw Star Wars. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so then it was supposed to come out uh, earlier but Trolls World Tour announced that it was not going to be coming out in theaters. So my spy said, oh, well, we'll take the family spot on that date it's coming out. And let alone uh, movie theaters were closed not long after that for the coronavirus. <laughs> and so now after like almost a two year promotional ad campaign, it finally just got e- eaten up by Amazon and put on Prime for free. Well, it's an Amazon original movie. Yeah, I thought that was right. interesting. But it- which they they bought really, it later. Right? Yeah. They must have put some it money in it to begin it with. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then they were just like, it's our original now. <laughs> they needed a kid movie. This is our baby. Yeah. Um, I mean, those ten, those have ended up being the best uh, movies that have performed in the new model of releasing straight to... Mm-hmm streaming like trolls world tour did insane numbers yeah it's not repeatable though they seem to think it is why aren't we doing that one (laughs) how how well did uh king of staten island do oh well it didn't get a (laughs) who knows yeah it got like what one day in theaters or two days and then they put it on video on demand okay i I thought they Mm -hmm. just did that all on demand because i was just seeing it all it was so quick yeah we talked about that actually i thought it had a longer run but no, it was like a day or two. See, I was in the same boat as TJ. I thought it didn't even go to theaters. So I don't know if they released numbers going for to it. Like drive-in, it was mm-hmm. going to drive-in theaters and theaters that were open. And I know that it ran in some places, mm-hmm. and then some places they had already pulled it, like within the course of a couple hours. And so there were people that were having to get refunds for showings that they had already bought tickets to go see the King of Staten Island in theaters. But it was the same day as it hit um all those streaming services as well right Mm -hmm. so i mean to be fair i mean again this isn't a fun time that we can't go see movies in theaters but i don't think i would have seen this movie otherwise no this is not a i mean maybe if you've got a kid i would would, but it's not a movie i would have paid to go see (laughs) i like how it goes if you had a kid and andy goes i would have even though andy (laughs) does not have a kid well andy just would have seen the movie andy had amc i would have seen the movie because i had I had A-list, ah, right. and okay. I was going to see a whole... I wouldn't go see it if I didn't have A-list, but... No. I right. mean, if you have it, and you can go see three movies a week... Right. And say, fuck it, we ball, and you go see <laughs> My Spy on a Tuesday afternoon when you're bored. It's well, a, not it's anymore. A, it's a movie I would have been like, yeah, no oh, more. that seems like fun. I'll wait for that to go on on demand. And that's essentially what mm-hmm. it did. Right. Well... It's part of a, uh, several movies that have the exact same plot and trope, but they mm-hmm. just... 
it's a it's a formula that works. Mm-hmm. Big strong man with smart little girl. Mm-hmm. But in like a di- the like, pacifier. Yeah, like different occupations. Like if we just keep throwing different yeah. occupations in there and then play the same movie. Right. <laughs> exactly. John Cena's got one, I'm sure. Did you ever did you ever and... see the one that Jackie Chan did? I can't remember what the name of it is, uh, but he's like another spy next guy. door. Yeah. Oh, that is what it's called. The sp- yeah. yeah. The spy next door. That's cute, but you also just a, a waste of Jackie Chan. <laughs> right. <laughs> he like doesn't even get to do any cool, really cool stunts in it for a movie where he like he could he just do one. To... He doesn't get to actually break his fibula. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, what I want in my kids' films. What's the oh, point? My... Unless he breaks something, right? <laughs> the main like message that I remember from the pacifier was that it was sort of like the burbs where. It was like, oh, all suspicious of the Korean neighbors who actually end up being bad spies. Like, like the whole the whole thing is like, how how dare you make all these assumptions about these people that are actually 110 percent true? By the way, right? Uh, that was that was the that was the takeaway from that. So like, I guess the main thing about my spy that I I found interesting in that regard, especially because it is a, like a family movie objectively, is that it's like. I guess we can get into, like, the meat and potatoes of it after we kind of just get our initial reactions. But, like, mm-hmm. uh, in in broader strokes, the ev- everything that you ever make or, or consume has ideology in it. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I really enjoyed this documentary um, that I saw uh, called uh, The Pervert's Guide to Ideology with uh, Slavoj Žižek. Um, who's a philosopher and a writer primarily, but this was like a like a video version of like his book mm-hmm. that uh, talks about a lot of films. He's a big film buff, and like the one that mainly sticks with me is that uh, you know, the Sound of Music is about sexual liberation, and I was like, that's a take. What the fuck? <laughs> and then I actually like you know, it, like the whole crux of the thing is her like going like, well, I want to be a nun, but I also want to fuck. You know, so like, <laughs> like, so yeah, that's I actually that's the a, crux that's of a, I can't believe you didn't catch that. That's a number in the song. She sings that part. So why didn't you catch I'm that? I'm a nun, but I want that dick. What am I gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, how could I forget? <laughs> how could you forget the, the Oscar winning? <laughs> I can't. How could I forget it when it was in the middle school performance of Centennial and it was so good? Yeah. <laughs> they really you, captured you must... I'm a nun, but I want some dick. What am I going to yeah. do? <laughs> you must have missed that homage in, that they threw into La La Land. Yeah, I missed it. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but, you know, if you look at, if you're trying to, like, kind of dissect the ideology that's purported in My Spy, it's like the teddy bearification of a, like, a surveillance state. And that's, like, really mm-hmm. dark, especially, especially when you kind of consider the context of, like, Amazon making it or whatever. Like, I guess the the main thing that, like, stuck out to me was, like, that one particular speech in the classroom on the, like, on the parents <laughs> and special friends yeah. day uh-huh. where he's just like, I'm a garbage man. And then all the kids are like, why would she bring a garbage man? Huh, what a dumb piece. What a, She's trash. <laughs> and then and then he's like, yeah, I took out trash all around the world. Human trash. <laughs> it's like, whoa, what the fuck are we talking about here? Oh, my God. Like, oh. Man. And I'm not even talking about guys. The women and kids, too. <laughs> all of them. Shit. The, the I will women, say, the I, I, I do love the bit. 
that like throughout that whole sequence that like the guys are jealous of him and all the women are like hey let him talk (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's 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 absurd like Uh, it wasn't like it wasn't played for comedy it was like a chest thumpy like yeah i love america bit which it was played completely unironically yeah because he was he literally says that he's like but i did it all for america (laughs) oh all right Stayed, stayed school yeah, <laughs> was the only thing missing is the punchline from that. I guess. <laughs> Holy shit! It was a it was a Mr. T speech. <laughs> he needed to treat I'm your a, mama I, right. That's what he needed. I, yeah, yeah. Dude. I guess I'm a contra too. <laughs> like, like, like <laughs> yeah. so yeah. It's it, that that part was like really dark. Uh, mm-hmm. Like there was like there's a weird darkness to this whole thing uh, that I found like like really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. The the bit where he's going on how they like bungled the mission. It's like we see that they bungled the mission. We saw like the whole slow mo thing. Still, somebody felt compelled to th- throw a bit of a disembodied head traveling across <laughs> the, the screen in full gore, like this is fucking Game of Thrones. And With the Wilhelm screen. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, why, why is this cool? <laughs> what, the fuck is, what the fuck is going on? And yeah, so yeah. I'm curious to what your guys' takes on on the pillar of cinema, my spy. Pillar of cinema. <laughs> well, um, again, I thought we were going into a bad movie, not like a really bad movie, because we came mm-hmm. off of Artemis Fowl, and Andy assured me that everything will Couldn't be better than Artemis Fowl. <laughs> Couldn't fucking compete. No way. <laughs> and I was yes, pleasantly surprised. I found myself laughing through like I would say a majority of it from the jokes and little yeah. quips and stuff. I was chuckling along the whole time. Kristen Shaw is awesome. <laughs> she's so Bless funny. <laughs> she's so she, good. She's I honestly doing a lot of heavy lifting in this movie. Yes, uh-huh. yeah. I honestly thought she was going to be the villain just because of how like awful he treats her. Like I thought uh-huh. she was going to like go bad or something like that, but she was great. Um and yeah, it was very like I it always bugs me the whole like cliche like start to play poppy music during this montage they did like three times. Like mm-hmm. those are all I was like, okay, that's where I'm it's like, It's a very oh, yeah. by the this numbers. This is a family Yes, movie. by the numbers, family movies. I was like, yeah, you got to have those because it's a family movie. But yeah. I thought that and also, and also, have you considered it was really cute? <laughs> so. Sure. I mean, like I said with Armis <laughs> Val, like I felt nothing in that movie. It, this movie made me feel like I was like, oh yeah, I get what they're. Yeah, I get it. I, there were I feel. if there's anybody that, like legitimately made me like cackle, like mm-hmm. that were like pretty fucking funny. And I think it was mainly just cute, like yeah, Chris and Charles stuff. Like when she drops uh, the fucking AK-47 down the stairs. That's pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I lost it and when it she said, one of "Guys, like point blank in the head." Uh huh. Yeah, it's <laughs> when, like dead he center just, like, in his head. Slumped over. Yeah, he just, yeah. The, the, again, then with the head rolling, like there's some brutal stuff in this. But I lost yeah. it when she's watching him dance and she says, "Is this the, is this the wedding from Trek?" I lost <laughs> it. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, that's yeah. Pretty. So yeah, I, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was interesting that like all the most memorable lines in this movie included a curse word of some of some sort mm-hmm. for being like such a family movie it's like some of the funniest bits was what he like called the the twin kids bitches mm-hmm. well and and well that uh, shit works 
I was gonna say that one of my points was that like I felt that the the like the tertiary bad guy in this was like really kind of like a persona non grata through the whole thing, except for mm-hmm. that he was a vehicle for her to say like have a nice flight, dick. that's the funniest line of the yep. whole fucking movie. And <laughs> especially when they like when he like makes fun of her for it, she's like I was on the spot. <laughs> like, I was nervous. Like, really fucking funny. But also that scene where he's like, she's like quick firing trying to have him come up with like spot one spy one-liners that was also a good scene mm-hmm. uh, that's an improv <laughs> game looks... that me and andy used to play it was great <laughs> the guy who played the bad guy looks like uh what's his name from the bad terminator genesis movie do you guys know who i'm talking about oh he's also in like one. he's also in dawn of the planet of the apes you talking about that guy yes yeah yeah he's in like good movies except for terminator genesis <laughs> he's usually like the most boring part about him. He plays John Hold Connor on. in Terminator Genesis. Yeah. It's that dude. He also but it's not the same guy. He just looks like him. <laughs> yeah, he also reminds me of the guy it from Deadwood. It is not Deadwood. the same guy. Oh, uh-huh. I could yeah, see the that guy from the, the, the guy from Deadwood that's also the dad in Raising Hope. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Look yeah. And he's in Looper. Look like. but, uh, he was in, like, the coolest scene in Looper. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's uh, yeah, there's there's not a whole lot going on, which I think is the what's kind of fun about it mm-hmm. is like it mm-hmm. it plays out almost like the first few episodes of a sitcom kind of mashed sure. together. Yeah, um, and yeah. or like or like the the like the the three acts in a sitcom that would have been filled out by like you know maybe twelve episodes more hijinks or whatever. You're getting like the three main arcs of of of, mm. of that or whatever so it's kind of fun that it doesn't really do anything i i first i was kind of bitching about that like okay there's these bad guys but they've they had like maybe 35 seconds of screen time and nobody really cares and nobody seems scared of them and they don't seem to do anything i was definitely like like, thinking like i was like this is definitely a family movie first and then a spy movie i feel like there wasn't a whole lot of the spy part of it like he taught her how to be a spy but they never had to like be a spy you know she didn't have to like be a spy or do any spy like he failed a spy mission at the beginning and then really wasn't a spy again it's just his job title it has almost no relevance to what actually happens in the film right exactly so that's why i was like oh there really isn't any spy stuff in this movie it just Mm -hmm. was a clever way of saying my spy and there wasn't really like a lot of back and forth like there's not like a whole lot of her teaching him how to be like emotionally available or anything like it's just her like trying to set him up with her mom like Mm -hmm. forcing him into the situations right yeah Yeah. (laughs) and and it's fine and it's cute and it's fun and they have like fun play um like you know the the power dynamic seems like really weird like in in that like you have to obviously suspend your disbelief in that like he couldn't just like pick her up with one hand and like break her skull well he makes that he makes that reference he's like (laughs) when she's like what what are we what are we gonna do and he a couple times is like we'll kill her like And, he, and then like, she's just Kristen Schell then, tells her tells well, him not to. Well, and that's the whole thing is then she's all she says is I can hear you, which would do very little for Dave Batista wanting to crush your skull. <laughs> I think if if you're within earshot, yeah. I don't think that's going to change right. the you possibility. You can hear me all you want, but she's still, still recording. Yeah, I'm kill you. <laughs> yeah, and that's fine because after he crushes your skull, he can take your phone that's recording and then crush it's that too. It's uploading straight to the cloud, TJ. Yeah. The, the cloud, Amazon TJ. Web Service is cloud. cloud. Oh, <laughs> if only I had a CIA analyst that was a tech expert. <laughs> right here with me. <laughs> so, TJ, stop you know, it. Like, You're breaking it I apart. Can't, I can't 
suspending disbelief for uh-huh. a fun kids movie. It's a good time. Yeah. So like I am uh, outside of like the weird like chest thumpy like justifications for like <laughs> the police state Imperium or whatever like. Yeah, that's 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 fine. You know, like it was a fun, cute movie, and I thought the performances in it mm-hmm. were like carried it enough. You know, like if there was one person I felt like could probably have been peppered in a little more, it was like Ken Jong. I wanted I Ken Jong to have like one big joke or something. He, he didn't really have he anything. He probably had two shooting days, uh-huh. and it was one at the office and one where the building got exploded. And uh-huh. he was that was that was good, and yeah. that was it. And so they, you know, mm-hmm. it, I would I like to have seen him in there more. Yeah, because he's fun. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. like. Maybe, like, a phone call with him and, like, you know, Kristen Shaw where she has to, like, try and cover and, you know, is doing it badly. You know, mm-hmm. like, whatever. You know, like, there's a, there were vehicles for that. But, right. yeah. Other than, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Where, where My I girlfriend and I were watching it last oh, night. And every time, I like, every five or ten minutes, I just turn around and look at her and be like, that's cute. <laughs> and that's that's pretty much my reaction. But like, there was a couple, there was a couple yeah. funny seeds. But otherwise, like, so oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a cute scene. But it's like, there was her favorite part, and I think one of my favorite things was the gay next door neighbors. That yes. like their recurring bits were pretty funny mm-hmm. jokes. So like, what's his name? Todd has like yeah. no, no actual re- lines. He just grunts. Nope. And then the other one just like announces what that means. The entire Talks movie for him, yeah, yeah. The, the modern progressive went and kid. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> oh that's God. so good. Because <laughs> I had no idea. Did you guys see that coming? I did not. I was well, I, that no, was pleasantly they because they did nothing they to were... telegraph that. It no, was there was just no like setup. The, it was just right. like the Koreans in yeah. in the pacifier. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They, exactly. They did nothing to lead you to believe that was to be so the conclusion. That was a fun tw- twist. I was like, oh hey, look at that. That's the twist. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the Shyamalan swung through for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and the best friend thing, I I was assuming it was the wife, but then it turned out to be the dog. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. cute! It was the dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, patent uh, ripoff missed... from Men in Black. Thank you. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I'm so sorry. It was Zero on Orion's belt. Lame. <laughs> Cinema sin number I miss her... t- twelve thousand. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I I misheard them call the dog Ozzy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I thought they said that the dog's name was Augie. So for the f- <laughs> a large amount of this movie, I was like, oh, that dog's name is Augie. And then at the end when she ran for Ozzy, I was like, oh, my whole life is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Did you start the movie over? <laughs> Had to correct your mistake. I wasn't sure mistake. if... Well, I literally like, blacked out for the next five minutes because I was thinking, is... Ozzy a better name than Augie, or am I upset that it's not Augie anymore? <laughs> Augie is a better name. Augie's, Augie's a good name. Yeah. Augie the doggy. I think yeah. Augie, Augie's the name of that dog that uh, won the Oscar for the artist. So. Uh, <laughs> okay. So it is better. Famous it is dog. better. <laughs> well, when I was in New Mexico, like half of the time that I ended up living there, I was just like house-sitting for this rich Indonesian woman that uh, was in Europe uh, mm-hmm. that my boss knew. And mm. so... Uh, there was like a little bit of overlap when she was there before I was leaving to Spokane and so she was getting to know my cat Odin and so she would ask she's like your cat's name is Ogden and I was like no o- Odin like the like god of thunder and she's like oh okay come here Ogden and so she yeah. just pref- she just lived in that reality so you can just call the dog Augie and we'll respect that yeah that's fine <laughs> no one's gonna complain yeah. Andy you can just live live your life of knowing it was Augie <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might. We're not going to take that away from you. <laughs> yeah. 
I like the uh, the original joke of him like poorly dancing to Cardi B's "I Like It," and then the yep. callback that they do it literally a second time. But like the the, <laughs> but on ice the secondary ice. the secondary joke of it is that like even though it's embarrassingly bad, everyone else around him is so like caught up in how charming it is that they're also just like. It's like the cult of personality for it, where they're just like, yeah. oh, like, oh, what a cool move, even though this is embarrassing, and they all just copy him. Yeah. <laughs> when, he, when he hits the woe or whatever, it's, I don't know, it's so funny. <laughs> it's so it's dumb, funny. it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, well, a, lot of the, having... a lot of the Batista shit is, like, dumb humor, but it works yeah. because it's the, he's the exact type of person who can land, like, big, muscly, dumb guy jokes, where, like, a good Pratt Falls... Or like he could just be like deadpan serious about something, <laughs> and it's I, I love lot, like, I love my... him as an actor, and so I don't yeah. know exactly why he did this other than the fact that like a paycheck, because right. he said that he wants to do like only good films. Maybe that was after this was filmed. I don't know. Someone asked him. This was in the fucking game. Right. Someone asked him if he would be in a Fast going... and Furious movie, and he was like, "No, I only want to do good and interesting right. films." Which yeah. everyone was like, "Uh." Because he's not been in a bunch of them, but like no. he did Blade Runner, and he's trying and to he's pick like good stuff. Fucking Dune, yeah, Dune. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When wait. this movie started, my first thought was like, man, this is the, what we should have got from him out of James Bond, is being more of a <laughs> right. Spy he got so wasted a, in James Bond. <laughs> a one line or one word mm-hmm. character, I'm, that was it. I, I think I would actually argue that like. That might have been a really nice lesson for him. Sure. Uh, doing doing James Bond in that yeah. it is still such a powerful and evocative performance. Yeah. On top of being a really awesome action set piece, like mm-hmm. one of the most memorable in a Absolutely. Bond movie. And he doesn't have a word of dialogue. Mm-hmm. Except and, for I don't think the that yeah. they used him to be in a car chase. I thought that was a waste. <laughs> like I don't no. think he... right. But but <laughs> like it's this, still the you introduce this that... big buff dude just to put him in a car and chase you. <laughs> Like no, I agree that the train one is awesome. The, the train, train one is, is like one of the best set pieces ever. Yeah, yeah. And so much of it is just based on physicality, mm-hmm. and you know, like I think transferring that like wrestler persona thing mm-hmm. into like uh-huh. big boy acting, mm-hmm. I think that's great. And then thinking of this movie, I, when mm-hmm. the guy decides to throw down his weapon and fist fight, fight him like Dave a man. Batista, I was yeah. like, what are you talking? About? What do you mean? You can't. You should have just been one punch, and that was it. I love that over. trope in action movies because it's right. like in this one, it makes sense that like if a stray bullet hit, then plausibly like an explosion would happen, and so they don't want to lo- like light up the tanker. So like, all right, no bullets. We do this hand to hand. When you're obviously he, outclassed by yeah, like a hundred pounds of muscle. <laughs> Yeah, he just one punch killed that man. It's very <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> I loved when he fucking slashed the tire on the plane with a knife. Uh, that was cool. That was, that was he just straight that was drops cool. and he gets it. Yeah, it's cool. He's about to fucking like Tom Hanks and Saving Private Ryan that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you better fucking earn it. <laughs> That'd be like that's that's in that's like in a weird yeah like yeah Denny Velvedu version of Sully where it's it's just like Tom Hanks making on the runway with a knife as Sully just confronting this nightmare plane. Jesus, and killing it! Holy fuck! <laughs> Oh 
fuck. Anyway. So I know that I'm my father's son when I completely lost it when he gets, she stabs him in the leg. Or and then he she throws up like the, I I laughed hysterically because oh, I mean when, thro- when people throw up yep. and I don't I just learned from my father and I'm like that's hilarious that's so funny that got me really good throwing too. up I, yeah I get tired of barf jokes I, just because they're overused like yeah, it doesn't gross it me out I'm just like oh that's it but it was so unexpected that I, I did I did get a good laugh out of it yeah. again another stab of just like real like like not, i mean like uh, like pg-13 shit like, uh, what because this was pg was it I i'm sure so, it had yeah. to be yeah yeah and it's like throwing around bitch and shit and there's a decapitated head and there's like just instead of cheating it and just like showing like a like a back angle of her like throwing up all on the couch and something like it shows it coming out of her fucking mouth that's true it, it is pg-13 <laughs> Officially. Oh, well, there you oh, go. Oh, it is. Okay, oh. there, that actually that actually explains a lot now yeah. that I think about it because I thought this is like a hard PG. That is very yeah. interesting because this seems like it's totally like directed family movie and then to make it PG thirteen, like then that'll take. I mean, if it wasn't theaters, I feel like people would have been less likely to like. I'm gonna take my kid to this. That's great. They must have been actually kind of. I wonder what's on the cutting room floor. I want right. to. I want to see the Snyder cut or maybe of this fucking movie. It was PG. When it was gonna be in theaters, and then when they're like, "Oh, we're just gonna That's release what it I'm on thinking. streaming," they're Amazon, like, "Why not?" Maybe Amazon PG-13. does that. Yeah. The difference between the Expanse when it was airing on Sci-Fi and the Expanse since it's gone to Amazon, they throw around fuck all the time, like they're like yeah. Deadwood in space. Um, <laughs> nice. And eh, I, I, I think the writing's taken a big hit since Amazon's taken it over. I'm happy that it's still alive, but anyway. Um, so yeah. Thing, so that actually explains a lot. Okay. Cool. Yeah. One thing I want to talk about with these like movies when they're like trying to be new and edgy or and funny or whatever is mm-hmm. when they talk about a cliche but then still do the cliche and they yeah, think it's called lamp shading yeah and they think that that's okay yeah. that makes it okay that they did the cliche <laughs> like there, it happened quite a few times but the one i'm thinking of is like who would put a a, a runway on a cliff oh well the runway's on a cliff <laughs> like those kind of things like mm-hmm. you say it so then it's well, like Oh, it's okay because we we pointed it out that it was happening. <laughs> the most egregious being like, all I I feel like all we're missing is some Nazis and like uh-huh. we, okay the right, we, yeah. we 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 blatantly referencing Indiana Jones. Yes, yeah we. Well, we, that's, we get I mean, it. it's like <laughs> it literally like the next line after that too. So it's like yes. that's yeah, that's that the ending they clearly were like okay how do we uh, address this (laughs) the audience that that joke is for doesn't need a lantern hung on right and and the lantern that is hung on it doesn't say god i feel like i'm indiana jones it says i feel like all we're missing is some nazis which still leaves somebody who hasn't seen indiana jones confused well, it's yeah, like, so, I, I, I mean, love Indiana Jones, but I don't know it inside and out. And, like, it took me a second to be like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Kenzie was like, is Jones? that Indiana Jones? Yeah, exactly. I was like, well, yeah, if I Dave Bautista had literally been like, come on, come yeah. on, then that might have, like, evoked it a little better uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it wasn't the same dynamic because that's not the person you're supposed to be rooting for in that scene right <laughs> so i if don't know dave padisa just got hit by the propeller <laughs> just oh exploded <laughs> <laughs> but no because they do the same thing well they do, they don't do that actually rather with the et thing mm-hmm. they just let that be because like that's an objectively funny enough thing to have dave batista crouching behind a bunch of stuffed animals making a funny face yeah. i guess uh-huh. That they didn't feel the need for Christian Shaw to go like nice ET moving there, uh-huh. like it, like it, that didn't that didn't happen. So I don't know why 
like it must have been like some test screening thing where people were like, I don't get it, and then uh. that got thrown in there for some reason. <laughs> right, it's still not <laughs> like, like a Indiana direct Jones reference. One makes it. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> I, I mean, that does sound like the the typical test audience of a film. Yeah. <laughs> right. If the same people that are testing Doritos Locos Tacos are the ones that are making sure that your movies are up to snuff. Yep. Did, did, by the way, did you notice how much Doritos product placement yes, there was? Yes, 100%. Oh, I figured so they had, much. like, next to Amazon, they uh, must like, have been, like, one of the next big suppliers Oreos, of, yeah. of cash. Yeah, there was, like, three different shots of Oreos. There's one Doritos. where, like, when they're moving out of the apartment and, like, there's nothing left on the table other than, like, his gun box that, like, there's a brand new bag of Doritos there <laughs> unopened. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, what? Because they go, not? like, they eat separately. They eat two bags of Doritos through the movie. They're, like, prominently featured logo out. Yep, but then, yep. like, there's nothing left on that table other than, like, his gun box. And then there's fucking... Doritos. Doritos. Bright red. Yeah, you yeah. mean the, the essentials, Raymond? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, a gun box with uh, tons of grenades in it. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> the CIA and Doritos and Frito Lay have had a, a, a deep, dark relationship for many years, Raymond. I'll, I'll, I'll send <laughs> yeah. you some YouTube videos. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Can't wait to learn. It was the guy who uh, invented Cool Ranch that actually took out JFK. <laughs> He was, he was on the grassy knoll. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. that was him on the grassy knoll. <laughs> we're, we're three corn chips and two shell casings. <laughs> <laughs> Just a oh, Ziploc bag oh of test of proto ranch powder. <laughs> the magic Frito. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Oliver I would, Stone's going to make a movie about the creation of Doritos. I would say go watch JFK to get these jokes, but it's not fucking worth it. No, <laughs> no it's not. Oh, shit. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, all, overall, I thought that it was it was a good time. And, and I'm sorry that Ken, Kenzie didn't have as horrible of a time as she wanted to have. Right, yeah, that's all right. Right. She enjoyed it, so I mean that. I mean, she at least enjoyed the movie, so she got something out of it. That's all we can hope yeah. for. <laughs> I I appreciated the angle that the mom is constantly just like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" Like, all the time throughout, like to the first two thirds of their interactions, she's like, "Why are you here?" Yeah. And then it's just like the daughter keeps bringing him around. She's like, "Okay, I guess you're here." <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated that, like they didn't immediately like. Just make her in. fall in love with him or anything or accept that like like literally her first scene she kicks him right in the balls <laughs> it's like that's yeah, fair we're, we're, this yeah. isn't the guest you know this woman's right. probably seen some some tea cap she's probably she knows she knows chris hansen she knows how these <laughs> fucking people work and then i mean yeah. she was right in thinking that because that she it is revealed that he was watching her with cameras the whole time so like she was she was doing the right thing by questioning she's it. in the right see if the movie had started from her perspective it would be another burb situation <laughs> where all of her suspicions would be confirmed yes <laughs> that he was not a trustworthy character from the start he was in fact a korean terrorist <laughs> but at the same time he was time. doing like he it's was the doing pacifier it to effect. protect her not to I don't know. I mean, like, that all works out in the end because they realize that. And I totally would have reacted the same way as her. But, like, it's one of those things where, like, if the person would have stayed longer to get the explanation, it would have 
it would have been solved. the conflict. Yeah, <laughs> but she. I mean, again, I probably would have done the same thing. Like, uh, I'm out of here. This is insane. <laughs> but like, he we'll did it for. He was doing it for a good reason. He wasn't watching her to be a creep. Like, it never showed a scene. Although of him, like, Kristen secretly Schell put watching a, her a webcam in their sleeping. bathroom. There was the one in the bathroom. Well, yes, but and again, Sammy, this is a, a justifying. <laughs> this is this is part of the ideology thing that I was talking about. Where it's just like, see, he was doing it to try and keep her safe. Right. He's trying to keep the terrorists away. The so when Amazon reveals trash. that they're watching all of us, they'll it'll be the same thing. Like, remember from my spy, we taught you see, guys that this is fact, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that you start seeing ads for things that you talk about. Even when your phone's not open, it's a good fit. We're yeah. trying to just trying, just to, trying help. to help. We're just trying to get rid of the. We're just Dave Batista trying to help you out. <laughs> we have a a Google Dot that we got for free because Spotify was giving them away last year. So That's it's how like you, get you just had to. Raymond. It's like what? That's how you get Terminators. Oh yes. <laughs> Your webcam is not moving for me, so I didn't understand that you oh. had talked. I was like, who is this voice? Who is that? <laughs> anyway, yeah, we have a Google Dot that we got for free because Spotify gave us a coupon for, like, $50 off or whatever it costs so you could get it for free from Google. And so uh, it's just plugged in in our living room listening all the time. And so literally we've we've made it a habit, like, an inside joke for us that whenever we see, like, product placement or something or like a targeted youtube ad we just very loudly declare that we love whatever it is so they stop showing it <laughs> i was like yesterday with the doritos in the movie i was like we love doritos don't we <laughs> <laughs> so we loudly agreed that we love doritos so hopefully uh google and the entire internet knows well yeah i've seen See, like it wouldn't work for me because i do in fact say i love doritos out loud a lot <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I saw some tweet that was like, I'm really trying to find this specific item, so I just keep saying it out loud, hoping that it will just show me the ad for the thing that I want. <laughs> well, and, and that's a really interesting thing in that, like, how it's just kind of part of the deal now. Like, yeah, we make, all know. Making jokes like, oh, well, if the NSA really is using my, my phone camera to look at me, all they're really getting is, like, an unflattering angle of my double chin. So <laughs> have fun looking at that while I jerk off, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's it's just kind of part part of part of the deal of having a phone and wanting to be able to connect with your friends and all this other shit is that we're going like well someone could be watching i guess oh well because when it first yeah. like revealed that facebook was using it everyone was up in arms but now we're all like oh well now nobody gives a <laughs> yeah, shit well. yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. Because the, the main the main thing that it's it impacts our lives is that we you know we'll talk about something or we'll write about something and then we get an ad for it you know that's mm -hmm. that's the main conduit you know that how we experience it and then again we go just start joking about how much we love Doritos yeah and, yep. we and, love yeah, them don't we we all love Doritos <laughs> <laughs> let me count the ways I in the end of this movie I when they revealed that like the the CIA was watching the fucking surveillance the whole time. It's like, what kind of waste of, I, they meant, I mean, Kristen Schell's joke is like, what a waste of taxpayer money later when they fly yeah. him out to give him that firing. But like, mm -hmm. also like maybe they're not the most trustworthy people or something that you would trust with the mission, but you literally sent them to like a different state with like recording equipment and said, live in this apartment and record everything that happens in this other one just for, the headquarters to watch them watch all the same shit that they're watching <laughs> what was the point Ben? couldn't they like they could have just said like 
a reconnaissance mission, set up all the cameras, and then just literally gone back and to headquarters. Off, yeah. They never did need <laughs> two people to live next happen? door. Yeah, what was they expected to happen if they lived next door to it? <laughs> Obviously, these things happen. You're going to run into those people. <laughs> I was and like, they're the like, way, you watching no us? And Ken Jong's like, yes, what we do. I was like, uh, that's <laughs> okay. That's the whole purpose. <laughs> I don't think that joke landed like you thought it would. <laughs> it just seems <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I was really throw... hoping for Ken Jong to have like just a smart ass comment somewhere because that's like his his best asset is just being like deadpan sarcastic. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I wanted that yeah. somewhere, but he was just like earnestly just like. Yeah, Dick, he's just, like, through with Batista's shit. <laughs> and then they he throw them kinda, under the bus at the end bit. when they're like, give us equal pay. <laughs> I did not get that joke. Like, I was like, okay, I understand, sure. like, oh, funny, but, like, that's come from nowhere? Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought, too. I was like, okay. Okay, I guess we tried this joke out, and it was the least, it was, it was the one that got the best reaction, so we'd use it, but, like... <laughs> Also, he's just. I I did appreciate the part where he's like going to have to check with like the top floor upper management. He's like, this is the top floor. <laughs> yeah, but like, that I doesn't work. It was, it was interesting to see Dave Bautista playing at least something semi different than what he always plays. Uh huh. Like you don't normally see him as sort of like the deadpan, like not the insane, you know, Chang in the room. Uh huh. It was a. Right, he got to have personality. He, he still is sort of just basically playing a different version of Ken Jong. Right. Yeah. It was Not at quite least like a, a little yeah. bit different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ken Jong at like a four versus Ken Jong at like a nine. <laughs> Which mm-hmm. is community. <laughs> yeah. Ten is Ken Jong in the hangover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. I don't think he's shown his penis in another film since. You only got to start with one. Swinging. <laughs> came in no, swinging. Did he? Even... Did he, Andy? Poor, Did he come poor in words. <laughs> poor choice of words. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm I'm just um, I'm in the Kevin Bacon camp where I'm all for more more dong in yeah. in, in our media. I think it needs to be fair. Sure. It's got to be equal. Equal dong hanging. Equal Might dong. Well. Hmm. Thun- thunder gun it's quality <laughs> God, thunder gun <laughs> yeah the thunder gunning should be a verb for when somebody hangs dong i want that yeah like pour a hemplo one day one glorious day i hope henry cavill will thunder gun a movie we'll see i mean it, that's just like the fourth season of the like, witcher yeah season five yeah. of the witcher will just get some they're afraid gun. of being canceled so they gotta hang dog so they'll they, get them viewers really yeah. gotta get some buzz around this season did you see when Andy thundergunned in his uh, college movie that he did? <laughs> was it Trio? He did no. not. He did not thundergun. <laughs> that was not my movie. I he saw. Did a, no, the one you did naked. for college. Yeah, he, I'm not saying it was you. It was, however, not, a skin not, flick. No, he um, did Andy, not thundergun in that movie either. I saw the he version did, he, that you thundergunned. <laughs> <laughs> that was just for you. That was Sammy's yeah. cut. Sammy's was oh, okay. Cut. That, that was, was for was... your eyes only. You said you weren't going to tell anybody. <laughs> On pain of death, and here we are. Oh no, Jesus Christ! No, that was that. Andy did a Hollywood standard on that one. He, he, he you know, left some to the imagination with a tuba. He got yeah. naked even when he didn't need to get completely naked, but he did it anyway, and that's why I love you. 
That's why you're my fucking hero, acquire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to be out there doing it, and yes. god damn it, if yeah. it's not going to be me, then it's going to be somebody's daughter, you know? <laughs> what you're saying is you're a hero. <laughs> yeah. Andy took us one step closer to being equal with the, <laughs> the dog hanging. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I think that's great. One small step for man. Again. One small. He's really <laughs> swung for the. We really swung it out there. I think yeah. Came out swinging. Came yeah, out swinging. Andy. Andy is the god emperor of male feminists now. Yep. I think is is what that makes you. I think that's fantastic. Fuck. Yeah. We well. have lost the plot here, boys. <laughs> Wait, Andy. Where, can anyone go and see that clip that we're talking about? That short film. Can anyone see it right now? I don't think so. Um, it is a short film called Trio uh-huh. by uh, my good friend Travis Klein. And it might be available on YouTube under his YouTube channel, Starcat. All right. Link it Maybe. if you can, if it, Andy. If it is, I will link it in the good. show notes. So yes, everyone should there. watch that. See, Andy, hang, uh, hang trombone. Not trombone. <laughs> <laughs> hang Sousa. <laughs> you did not stick the landing there, sir. Sorry. I can't. I, I have to cut a point of order. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, boy. All um, right, that was my spy, guys. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you, Kenzie. Thanks to Kenzie. For, yeah. yeah. Bringing that into our lives. If I anyone else wants to email us movie yeah, recommendations, that's... That you, uh, when you email us... It. That we will yeah. watch the movie that you send to us. Like Eventually we like we'll showing to... each other movies, but it's also fun just getting like a stranger's recommendation, or sometimes a guy's, uh, a podcaster's wife's recommendation. <laughs> yep. but I mean, yeah, just to show how it works. What are you yeah. someday we'll do Corey's movie with rolling. him. <laughs> totally. Maybe. I love it. T- it was so nice having TJ back this week. Yes. Oh, it's so nice to be back, my friends. Yeah. Oh, man. I've, 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 I missed my boys. No. Yeah. It's, it's good to see you. Terrible, terrible in that Because, like I was talking about before the podcast started, I have an inordinate amount of little plastic lizards that I have to paint. And mm-hmm. so I feel guilty about doing anything but that. But <laughs> I made time for my spy because I'm, 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 I missed you gentlemen so much. <laughs> and uh, oh. this is so great. Very sweet. I'm glad Very that we got boy. to dissect the dark dystopia that is my spy. <laughs> yeah, the future we're headed towards. <laughs> the Orwellian nightmare. That <laughs> Actually, is the future we're already spy. living in. We're already there. <laughs> Did you guys you see that out? there is an Amazon party feature now? They just think, introduced it. Oh, really? I was going to say, yeah. I, I thought there were parties for everything at this point. I thought they, they just create, well, it's an official Amazon oh, vi- official. Prime Video gotcha. feature is that they can you can do a watch party. Mm. Well, oh. that's interesting. So we that's could possibly cool. do that in the future. We can all have a good chat at the same time. Good. We can there is a watch. film on Prime yeah. that I would like to to make you guys watch, and I'd uh-huh. love to do it in a party format. Oh, fun. So, and, yeah, what, uh, Manchester by the Sea? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely rife for <laughs> live commenting. <laughs> We've yeah, had too many fun movies. Amazon we really got to bring it down. <laughs> Having a party by the sea. Um... Yeah, no, it's actually the uh, Matthew McConaughey and Hathaway joint uh, Serenity. That's right. You told me about that movie. Oh, I not a, to you haven't that. told me everything, that, which I'm glad. So the less know you about know that. about that movie, the better. I only so know that the two of them are in it. So perfect. Yeah. Yep. Go into it blind. So um, I uh, have been experimenting with writing a script for uh, a little uh, TJ deep dive. 
Um, and uh, so I, it's it's nice to have a, a vehicle to do something where I don't have to give you an ear beating about like history or something to create context. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so I want to do one for uh, Robert the Bruce uh, because the film Robert the Bruce is now available uh, because YouTube keeps beating me over the head with it because much of my uh, recommendations are history based. Uh-huh. Um, so it's got the same fella that played Robert the Bruce in Braveheart, and um, oh. it also has oh jesus christ uh god jared nelson or jared harris jared harris oh um, a fine man uh (laughs) also in it i if history is to be believed uh then from the trailer it makes it look like he's got a much bigger part in it than he probably actually has um But uh, uh, I'm I'm interested in in that particular film, and so I will be doing a little uh, recording, uh, telling about who Robert the Bruce was, and talking about Braveheart and the fucking clusterfuck of history <laughs> that that is, uh, and and how it relates to this other film and how I feel about it. So it'll be a good time. Sweet. Oh, cool. Huh. Fun little side project. <laughs> Got to. Gotta. Yeah. Gotta do it. All right, well, hopefully uh, we can all get together again soon and watch another movie together. Oh, that'd be nice. Uh, (laughs) If anybody wants to uh, be like Kenzie and recommend us something to watch, there's a couple different ways you can do it. You can send it to our Twitter page, which is at NSAOTpod, or you can Mm -hmm. uh, send us an email, which is neverseenanyofthispod at gmail.com. Hell yeah. I monitor both of those, and I'd be happy to get any interaction with people. (laughs) Yeah. Precisely. Please. You can check out our Facebook page. It's where our episodes get shared first. So if you're just chomping at the bit for a new episode and never seen any of this, I suggest you go like our Facebook page. It's like a free Patreon. (laughs) Get it here first. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Exactly what it's like, Sammy. (laughs) I sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. You know, times hey, have hey. changed in lockup. It's like a free only fan, Sammy. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't have like to pay that. to unlock any posts. It's perfect. They're all just right there. Yep. It's a concept that actually existed way before Patreon existed. You're right. It's called Patreon but free. Yeah. Uh, where you just post something online and you don't charge anything for it. Yeah. It's, Patreon uh, but free, guys. Things are free the online? New, it, it's the new Patreon. And if you join Facebook, Patreon it, but free. we'll show you ads for things you want to get. <laughs> so it's a good time all around. Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, thanks, 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 boys. This is a, this is a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. I was uh yeah happy to watch a movie after Artemis Fowl watching a movie that didn't make me physically like hurt from anger. Yeah, was mm. was a welcome experience. It really was. I'll tell you, it was visceral. Um, the change in attitude i had watching artemis fell to watching this where <laughs> yeah. my girlfriend was like kind of working and going in and out of the room while i was, watch- while I was watching artemis fell and multiple times she came in and just like stopped and watched like a scene and i would just go this is bad <laughs> this is bad this is stupid and then you know multiple times during this movie i just went this is cute <laughs> yeah. Yeah. complete nice. turnaround <laughs> i'm kind of was... i'm kind of glad that i missed out on the artemis foul thing like, i read i read <laughs> like not. three three of those books um when, oh you know, we could have had the historian well no, no I really so wanted... i'm glad i'm saying i'm glad i missed out on it yeah I, 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 I talked on the episode i was like i, I really want to try to get tj to watch it and hear his thoughts just because i knew you would be so upset <laughs> 
I uh, I have already made my opinions on Kenneth Branagh directed things uh, mm-hmm. pretty clear, and in that there are two yeah. things that were good about twenty years ago, and <laughs> everything else has been uh, fucking schlock. So, whatever. <laughs> he's good at Shakespeare. Well, go, That's folks. what he's got. Yeah. Sure, good. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I mean, and, and yeah, that's I, I'm not gonna knock that because he's legitimately a very, very good Shakespearean actor. But like, uh, I, there are things that are done so much more interestingly, like the the uh, uh, Macbeth with Patrick Stewart set mm. in Soviet Russia, or the Coriolanus film directed by Ray Fiennes that has like Gerard Butler and and uh, James Nesbitt and Brian Cox and a bunch of great guys. And it's like set is like a modern, like 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 Coriolanus by way of Call of Duty, and, <laughs> and that why uh, do that those, when you can do it exactly how Shakespeare intended it? When you can basically just do a teleplay of yeah, <laughs> which you could watch Laurence Olivier do from the '60s really, 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 really well. Stop being mean to Kenneth. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop being a bully, TJ. <laughs> quit bullying. bullying. Quit being mean to the rich man. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. I do think it's funny. They've kind of set him up to be like, he's now like the studio guy for adaptations or one of them where like he, he did the, he set up Thor and then he set up the murder on the Orient Express. And now he's got like art of his foul. I don't know what else he's done in the last 10 years otherwise, but it's like, he's really just like, the guy you get to start a franchise but they're never like if the franchise continues they're not like with thor it's not the best entry no (laughs) they're like just middling at best yeah well and and it's and like are are there any more iterations of the murder on the orient express they're filming a second one okay yeah yeah he's doing death on the well, especially, like, the foundation that he started for Thor was, like, I think out of most of the Marvel ones, and I'm obviously not the expert on this, but, mm. like, I feel like popular reception for the Thor ones is, like, probably some of the coldest. Which uh, it's... Except for Ragnarok. Yeah, except for Ragnarok. Right. Because Taika Waititi is... is right. Ragnarok is definitely the best of those three. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, it's, yeah. like, the first one is, like, the I, the joke of it is good, that, like, it is a Shakespearean-level, like, Norse god and then he's just in like the regular world but then the plot is nothing and the 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 setup is just to get him into avengers and then like thor 2 is a disaster of like (laughs) trying to set up too much shit while like trying to fit in avenger stuff no he did not but then yeah and then thor ragnarok comes back and gives you like a retelling of the character the way he should have been for the way they Mm -hmm. wanted the avengers universe to go Right. But you can com- right. you compare that directly with like the reception for Iron Man one, two, and three. Right. And like there's and there are probably the opinions vary on where there's a slump in there. But like Iron Man two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and so like yeah, but you wouldn't go like, Oh yeah, that whole thing is just really kinda not my cup of tea. Right. Whereas with like when, when your batting average is one out of three, that's really yeah not good <laughs> no. when, I see, when i talk to people that right. seems to be the ones that they people have seen the least like my family most of my family haven't seen any of the thor movies just because they're like eh. well it's like the first one <laughs> all you need is the character setup and like the the interpersonal jokes of him being like a fish out of water is the good part of that movie mm-hmm. and then like loki is fun yeah but that's mm-hmm. all you get the, all like you, the rest of you, it is just plot yeah. MacGuffin garbage 
Right. All you need is like Conan the Barbarian meets Encino Man. Like that's, exactly. that's the that's the Thor movie, and that's yeah. and I'm primed to like that movie mm-hmm. because like his whole thing is that he's big and dumb and hits shit with a hammer, mm-hmm. and he and he looks like a guy that I generally craft in D and D. So like <laughs> like that. Yeah, me I'm too. Primed, <laughs> I'm primed to like yes, no me and me and Raymond always play tanks, uh. and so like I'm primed to like those movies, and I I really like actively dislike those first two movies mm. and yeah. and even like within the deeper like you know oeuvre of, of like fantasy dark elves or something that I really like and that's the whole crux of the second one is that bad guy elves and they suck and I mean it's not Christopher Eccleston's fault I that's think the worst part of that movie is that it's Christopher Eccleston who was like the first Doctor Who revival doctor right. he got short shrift in Doctor Who because it was it, they did they did him dirty and then they give him like a bad guy role where he has he could basically just sleep in the makeup and it'd be doing the same performance it's like lee, it's like lee pace and guardians uh-huh yeah well, at least and... lee pace gets like a couple jokes out of it i don't even think that eccleston gets a joke not really yeah yeah and so yeah that's those those are disappointing and mm-hmm. and, and so again Let's just hope that uh, Artemis Fowl 2 would be even better, guys, right? God. <laughs> Knock it out of the park. I couldn't well, fathom I mean, them making a second one after getting no just trounced. No. I mean, look at what this one did to us. We literally wrapped up the podcast and then got su- <laughs> mentioned Artemis Fowl. And we got sucked into doing another 15 minutes on how much we fucking Hey, we're that. talking about <laughs> it. It's <laughs> mainly because Kenneth Brown I got brought into it and I got a bone to pick with that Irish right. yeah. You Leave him alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to hear places you can get a hold of us, go back 15 minutes and you can check that out. Yep, there you go. But I think, I think uh, that's it for this week's episode. Yeah. I've never seen any of this. But until next week when we're back, uh, we will just say bye. Bye. bye.